Well, hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Holy Donuts Podcast. I'm Matt Lombardi and joined today by Sadie Brandon. Sadie, how are you doing today? Great. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for, for, for showing up, for joining us. Um, you've got a ton of experience working with faith-based organizations on the digital marketing front. How did you kind of get into this? Give us a little bit of your background. Give us the fancy titles, kind of what, what you're doing these days. Yeah, awesome. Um, so my background is a little diverse. I was always in for-profit marketing, um, sales. I did a, a what I call my gap year in uh, supply yeah. chain management, working for uh, a semiconductor manufacturing company in uh, Phoenix, which was uh, phenomenal. Um, but it really just, I, I think like a lot of, I'm sure your audience, uh, felt a tug and pull on my heart to uh, want to do um, something more for the kingdom and to not only be making rich people richer. Um, so I um, applied for a role at Alliance Defending Freedom and um, got into fundraising and uh, a lot more digital marketing, focusing on um, resources and getting people involved in what the nonprofit, uh, what the, our nonprofit uh, was doing. And um, it's been awesome. I love the nonprofit space. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more for those who aren't familiar with Alliance for Defending Freedom. Tell, tell them a little bit more about what that organization does and kind of what their mission is. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the mission of Alliance Defending Freedom is to keep the door open for the gospel. And uh, they do that by providing um, services to uh, Christians and uh, people of faith who are being persecuted in our, uh, our environment and culture today who just want to live out uh, their faith. And so it is a legal ministry uh, where we have uh, attorneys and allied attorneys come and defend uh, these people all the way up into the Supreme Court. Uh, most recently, not quite most recently, but probably most famously, um, ADF was involved in the overturn of Roe v. Wade. So that was yeah, a huge. monstrosity of a victory and uh, yeah, praising God for his goodness in that. That's amazing. Very, very cool. And so now I understand that recently kind of made a huge transition going into entrepreneurship life. Uh, what, what's that journey been like for you? Yeah. Um, if you had asked me or told me a year ago that I would give up the, uh, the career world and the ladder climbing and all of that uh, to be a stay-at-home mom and run my own business, um, I would have laughed because I uh, fully intended to uh, do it all, you know, to have the have the career, have the nanny, have all of everything, so that um, I could continue my uh, my career. And through uh, many many events that the Lord used to open my eyes to say, "Hey, um, I uh, want you to trust me in this new venture," which um, was kind of scary uh, to walk away from everything and to start at my own uh, marketing uh, consulting agency. It's called Micah Six Eight Marketing. Um, so I'm doing that now and staying home with my one-year-old and, uh, it's been great. It's been great. A great journey of faith as well. <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, that's, that's huge. I can remember three years ago or so, whenever we kind of made that jump as well with shares say, Hey, I didn't really think I was going to be anything besides a pastor. And now we're making the jump into entrepreneurship and, um, yeah, it's God uses those sort of opportunities as a huge way to grow our faith personally, but then to be a huge blessing to others. So, okay. Uh, want to dial in a little bit on your experience working with faith-based nonprofits at ADF. Um, tell us a little bit, tell the audience a little bit about a campaign, a strategy, something that you all worked on at ADF that you think was one of the coolest things you got to do or something that's been a really successful campaign when you're in your time at ADF or even now that you've been on your own uh, with your marketing company. 
Yeah, awesome. Um, I, I'll, I'll give ADF um, examples. Um, you know, I, I think this is not unique to any nonprofit, but what your what your donors are looking for is is value, um, and they want to know um, that their their dollars are actually going to the work that they are passionate about. Um, and so, uh, two things. We, uh, we called in a bunch of our donors and had like a face-to-face meet and greet and said, hey, how are we doing? Give us your feedback on our email strategy. Give us your feedback on our direct mail strategy. Give us feedback, these sorts of things. And then, and then we tried to get a little more in the weeds of like, you know, A-B testing. If we said this, would you right. like this? Or how would you respond? Yeah. Yeah. And the number one element of feedback that they gave us was we just – we just want you to win. So like we're a legal organization defending yeah, Christians and we're like, how do you feel, you know, most thanked that sort of thing. And um, they were all responding. We, we just want to know that you're, that you're winning. That's the biggest yeah. thanks that you could give us. Yeah. We don't need your tchotchke. We don't need the pen. Yeah. We don't need, yeah. you know, yeah. to send us a, a mailer with a penny in it. So, you know, we'll send it yeah. back and, you know, all of those yeah. work in different audiences, but that was, yeah. um, that was really unique. So we tried to really up our game as far as thanking people and saying, Hey, you were part of this victory. You were part of, yeah. you know, preserving Jack Phillips freedom, that sort of thing. So that's a huge element. Um, the other piece is adding value for people who aren't necessarily bought in enough to your mission to give you a dollar yet, to give you um, to give you any money. One of the things that we did, um, because ADF obviously has a lot of controversial um, topics and stories to talk about, and um, a lot of people are uneducated in how to converse in the public square about abortion, about marriage, about family, the rights of parents, those sorts of things. So what we started doing was creating these conversation guides and you can go on ADF's website right now under the resources tab and get these for free. Um, But what they are is they're downloadables that give you three myths, three facts about the First Amendment or how to talk to your family about being pro-life, those sorts of things. Conversation guides, free downloads that you can download. But how we uh, really upped conversions was by saying, "Okay, thanks for downloading this, um, this guide. it would be like a squeeze page, like a thank you donation page. Um, and that uh, in- increased donations, conversions, first time, second time gifts. Um, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but that yeah, is a continual element that helps us um, generate revenue. Yeah, it's just such a great, I mean, it's just a lead magnet, right? It's, it's, it's classic marketing, right? Like, yeah. hey, we're gonna give you something that's actually, you know, maybe you're not there yet and that's okay. Like, let's yeah. not say, oh, well, if you're not there as a donor yet, like we just won't even do anything for you. Like we're just waiting for it until you convert. It's instead saying, Hey, how do we, how do we engage you before you're a donor? Because in a lot of ways, like how you, I mean, you're talking about telling the stories of wins. Like one of the things we talk about all the time is like how you get them is how you keep them. And so if, if you get them with great content, that's showing them how they can stand up for these values and stand up for these, um, these like core truths that as believers we have in the political space, then when you follow that up, you can keep them by showing them the wins and showing them the stories. Um, so I love that. That's, that's so, so good. Well, hey there, Holy Donuts listeners. Ever feel like your nonprofit's donor experience is like a jelly-filled donut with no jelly? Well, don't fret. We found the jelly to your donut dilemma. 
Enter WeGive. The software tool is like the cream filling to your eclair, or should I say the glaze to your donut. With WeGive, you're not just taking a donation. You're rolling out a red carpet for every person who gives to your organization. And with WeGive, you get an incredible donor portal, events, pledges, surveys, segmentation, on and on we could go on the features. And those checkouts though, smoother than my attempt to make homemade donuts, which let's just say didn't quite rise to the occasion. See what I did there? With WeGive's innovative engagement tools, your donors won't just feel the love, they'll be coming back for a second. Because nothing says thanks for your dough better than a world-class experience. So if you want to sprinkle some extra special magic on your donor relationships, check out WeGive.com. Okay, so shifting gears a little bit, uh, as we kind of look at broader nonprofit space, I know you were at ADF, that was kind of your, your, your primary nonprofit experience. When you were there, even with organizations you work with now, are you seeing any trends that are really exciting to you in, in kind of nonprofit digital space? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think AI is super exciting. Um, yeah. I'm probably not uh, the only one who's responding that way, um, but I think the uh, potential with AI is really is really awesome. It can take a lot of the guesswork out of what you're doing. It can help um, boost your creativity. Um, I love some of the uh, digital testing that you're able to do, where you really remove yourself from um, the uh, from the test and saying, you know, my limited, you know, I see we can change the color from this to this, or we can put this here and here, and letting AI take the analysis of what you should test. Um, uh, you know, out of your hands, I think is uh, a real benefit. I know a lot of people are afraid of it because it's like, oh, it's going to replace us. AI is not going to replace uh, any of these jobs, yeah, yeah. but you can definitely use it as um, a third arm uh, to uh, yeah. get more work done, to be more efficient, that sort of thing. So I'm, I'm really enjoying following all of these AI bots and video, yeah. just all that you can do with it. Yeah. And so on the, the A-B testing, that, that's really, really interesting. What Any tools specifically that you recommend for like generating those A-B test suggestions, anything you like to use? Yeah, so we were uh, just in the middle of transitioning to um, uh, a new platform to do that because um, we were using Google Optimize and obviously that's gone now. Um, so the two contenders uh, that we were uh, playing with was called Chameleon and it's spelled um, with a K and uh, Web. Uh, web trends okay. uh, was the other one. Web trends and chameleon. Okay, cool. We'll link to those in the show notes. Uh, I don't know if you get an affiliate deal on that. Send us that link if you do. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> awesome, awesome. So, okay, reverse side of the coin of the penny in the mail. <laughs> so, exciting trend. <laughs> Anything concerning that you're seeing in kind of the digital space for nonprofits? Uh, yeah, and it's actually going to be the same answer AI. Um, I think if you have unmonitored AI that you are too much removing yourself uh, from, you're really going to dilute um, what you're trying to do. Um, AI can be great for generating new ideas. It can be great for, you know, uh, changing tone, that sort of thing. But anyone who's in branding, anyone who um, is in true marketing, you, you mess too much with um, the tone, the structure, those sorts of things, you're, you're, you're kind of threatening your brand a little bit. So that's something to be uh, cautious of. The next thing is trying to be, I think, too innovative with what AI can do. And you're spending so much time trying to come up with something new and exciting that you are taking yourself away from what you know is tried and true. So right. I think you have to have a really, you have to have really good self-control with how you're going to use the tool um, and make sure you're spending your time where it's actually going to be most profitable.
hundred percent. No, I, I think you're right. The AI is, I, I think of it very similar to, I talk about this because we, we work a lot with organizations on their design and visual identity. It, it's, I've seen it with copywriting specifically and with brand messaging start to have the Canva effect uh, that Canva had on design, which is, it's a great tool in many ways to democratize design, but there's also problems when everyone now is a designer who doesn't have formal training on like text hierarchy and font selection and all the things that you have to do really, really well to actually create great design. And yes, we're happy that people have that tool, but it, it so sets the bar low for, for anyone can enter in, which means anyone can enter in. And AI in some ways for, you know, it's turning people who were not copywriters previously into, I can be a copywriter. Let me, let me spin this up because I have AI now. And it's, it's a little bit different. You still need to know the foundations and understand the brand and do the, the heavy lifting on the back end. And so we always say like, hey, listen, AI is a great tool when used in the hands of a, an expert who knows what they're doing already that has the foundations in place. Um, so no, hundred percent agree. Um, so what, what resources are there out there that you love that you'd recommend to, to other folks in the kind of digital nonprofit space, any books, any podcasts, any websites, like what, what is there that when you're just saying, Hey, I'm just scrolling through this on my feed. This is the stuff I like to, to learn from. What yeah. of that do you like to pass on to others and anything there? Absolutely. Um, well, if you're if you're new to digital marketing, um, HubSpot, uh, their uh, blog is is phenomenal. I mean, I feel like that one goes without saying. Um, yep. And uh, Next After has a lot of great um, resources and tests and those sorts of things. Um, uh, so definitely subscribe to their uh, blog as well. Um, promoters of Neo. Um, I, when I got the questions uh, that you asked, I was like, oh, the books, because I love uh, I love yeah, uh, the business love books. Um, so I'm, I'm going to give two, if, it, if you don't mind, um, oh, because one is a complete yeah. bear. And if anyone's listening and they want to get yeah. this one, they might be intimidated by how long it was. Um, but it's called The Phoenix Project. And <clears throat> it is a it's a fiction business novel, which I had never I had never darkened the pages of, of a business novel before, yeah. but it's based on a true story. <laughs> And it really shows um, the necessity of building to scale, of making sure that, um, you know, uh, keeping the most important thing, the most important thing. And um, I, I don't know, it's it's an excellently it's an excellent book that shows so many business processes that are, I think, yeah. highlight the weaknesses of many nonprofits. Um, you know, where you're, you're not building to scale, you're, you're chasing ideas that potentially could lead to donors, it could lead to leads, that could, yeah. that could, that could. And sometimes I feel like we lose our focus because we've got so many of these passionate ideas that, you know, could be really cool, yeah. but they're never fully, you know, thrown out and, and vetted all the way. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I love that book. Um, the other one for any marketers or um, uh, advertisers, Persuasion, it's called. Um, this book is basically into pre-selling what you have to offer your donors. So it's getting into the psychology of how you create your ads, how you create display ads where you don't have enough time to actually sell your value proposition and you're really trying to get the click. Um, and then combining the elements of design and copy, um, how to you know structure emails. And they go through a lot of tests that they've done um, that that show like, oh yeah, you can see the thought process that people are going to um, and uh, the reasons behind why the funnel is the way the funnel is. Um, so I've, I've gotten, I, I try to keep my books pristine. I don't like to mark in them. I don't like to break them. And I have so many pages dog-eared in this book. Um, <laughs> so I totally broke all my rules saying like, oh my goodness, I need to try this. I need to try this. I need to try this. So um, those are two books I, I, 
definitely recommend to anyone who's getting into this. Very cool. Very cool. No, those are great. And what I love about those is they're like, I've never had someone recommend those before. So <laughs> I, I've, I've, I've got persuasion on a bookshelf somewhere. Uh, I had a professor in seminary one time tell me that that uh, books on your bookshelf are not for reading, but for reminding you of how little you know. And so I have taken that yes. that uh, that mantra. I just collect books that I don't I've not read yet. Uh, so it's on one of my shelves somewhere. Um, so now I'll I'll go dive into. It. I'll make that the next on the list. So thank you for the recommendations there, um, Sadie. If folks want to connect with you on socials, on like what, what's the best way to get in contact with you? Whether they want to work with you, whether they are just saying, hey, no, you just got a lot of interesting stuff. I'd love to, to pick your brain more or, hey, I have a question about this with their nonprofit. How would you attack this? Um, what's the best way to get in contact with you if they wanted to, to, to chat with you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, you can find me on LinkedIn. I'm starting to be much more active on there. Um, and uh, Sadie Brandon is my name. And if you want, you can check out my website, which is uh, Mike, uh, mic68marketingllc.com. Um, and those are probably the two best ways to get a hold of me. Happy to chat with anyone who has questions or looking for, um, a, you know, a third party to come in and do some consulting or just uh, grow the network. I do want to be a resource for my clients of saying, hey, I might not be super strong in this element of marketing, fundraising, that sort of thing, but let me connect you with someone else who is. So I would really love to expand my network with um, people who are passionate and great at their job and wanting to help um, others grow in their business. So uh, let's connect. Awesome. Well, Sadie, thank you so much for the time today. Seriously, so enjoy the conversation. I learned a ton. I know the audience learned a ton. Um, thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Absolutely. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much for having me. Great chatting and uh, take care. 